This is the Attention Collection Podcast, a show dedicated to the art of paying attention, to the idea that awareness is ever-expanding, and to the core belief that everyone is capable of living a life worth noticing. I'm Anthony Garcia. An engineer, a psychologist, a biologist, and a linguist walk into a grocery store. And I know this sounds like the beginning of a bad joke your uncle can't wait to tell over Thanksgiving, but it's actually true. The year is 1999, and this motley crew of professionals is unleashed on a Whole Foods. They pepper customers with questions, they take pictures, they interview staff members. The question is, what in the world were they up to? We went to IDEO, the product design folk, and said, take something old and familiar, like say, the shopping cart, and completely redesign it for us in just five days. ABC News correspondent Jack Smith tells us what happened next. IDEO is a global design firm that has spent the last few decades leading in innovation from healthcare to education to consumer products to government and everything in between. IDEO is actually famously responsible for developing Apple's first manufacturable mouse. So why were they set loose on a grocery store? Because they wanted to see firsthand how customers interacted with shopping carts. Not because they'd never seen them in action or used them, but because they had been tasked with innovation. And they understood that in order to innovate the familiar, you have to approach it as if for the first time. In the book Creative Confidence, IDEO's co-founder David Kelly and his brother and business partner Tom Kelly write about engaging the Buddhist principle of beginner's mind. They write, Rediscovering the familiar is a powerful example of how looking at something closely can affect what you see. And it's through this lens that IDEO has become so successful at reimagining everyday things. What if the way we approach design innovation is the same way we approach personal innovation? Professor John Kabat-Zinn talks about the beauty of living our lives in a beginner's mindset. Beginner's mind is a lovely orientation to bring to the present moment. Uh, this moment is always fresh, always new. We've never been in this one before. And yet we bring so many ideas and attitudes and uh, desires to every moment uh, that we can't actually allow ourselves much of the time to see things as if for the first time. Imagine bringing awareness to your children with beginner's mind so that you actually see them not through your lenses of ideas and opinions about your children, but fresh, the miracle of them, the amazing nature of them. So uh, this is something that we, we could bring to any moment. Uh, it has the virtue of uh, sometimes we're so expert that our minds are just full of, uh, you know, uh, uh, our expertise, but it leaves us uh, without any realm for uh, novelty or new possibilities. In the mind of the expert, they say there are very few possibilities. But in the beginner's mind, there are 
infinite possibilities because we come to it fresh. Think about the open and attentive posture of a beginner. We are never more focused than when we are learning or experiencing something for the first time. For example, there's the old expression that we throw around to describe how familiar things become second nature. It's like riding a bike. When we hear that, we instantly understand what it means. But do you remember riding a bike without training wheels in the beginning? You had to focus on balance and pedaling and direction while also being mindful of the potential danger of, say, oncoming vehicles or rabid animals. It's muscle memory now, but that wasn't always the case. Or what about your first kiss? You know, here are all the questions swirling around in your mind beforehand. Is this the right time? Do I initiate? Is my breath okay? Open or closed mouth? No. See, this is what most guys do. They rush in to take the kiss. But you're not most guys. See, the secret to a kiss is to go 90% of the way and then hold. Or what about the first day at your job versus the 500th day? Day one, you showed up fresh-faced, laundered, ready to take notes. Day 500, your legs are numb because you've been squatting in a bathroom stall for the last 20 minutes scrolling Instagram. There is undoubtedly comfort in the familiar, and that's why we rush to get there. But too much comfort makes one fall asleep. It puts life on autopilot. So be honest with yourself right now. How much of your life is set to autopilot? What if we could wake things up? What if we could bring innovation into our day to day? One approach is obviously to take on new experiences. We learn a new skill, change careers, change haircuts, change your name and move to another state. These are all legitimate approaches, but practicing the beginner's mindset gives us the opportunity to bring novelty to the familiar, right here, right now. And how might our daily interactions evolve if we didn't assume the outcome from the beginning? If we made it our goal to learn something new about someone that we've talked to a thousand times before? Think about the advantage you'd have at work. While your coworkers are busy operating from status quo because that's how we've always done it here, you could be busy imagining your position from the vantage point of a brand new hire or someone who was given the chance to innovate. Of course, you don't have to keep this to yourself. This isn't a selfish approach. Feel free to pass this lens on to your coworkers. But don't be surprised if they turn you down. Beginner's mind requires intention. It also has the power to transform a family. Questions like, how was school or how was work become genuine explorations at a dinner table? And what if the next time you kissed your significant other, you leaned in like it was the first time? It might make the moment more significant. It also 
might have a significant impact on the rest of the evening. I'm just saying. So even something as simple as asking yourself, why is the furniture arranged this way? Opens the door to innovating a living space. And this, by the way, is true both literally and metaphorically. You can always change the furniture. The biggest challenge here is that most of us escape the beginner phase the moment we get the chance. The very word seems to carry negative connotations. You know, beginner's luck, newbie, amateur. No one wants to be a freshman. No one wants to be the new kid on the block. Shout out to Donnie Wahlberg. And yet, this is when we're most receptive to feedback and insight. That is, of course, if we don't let insecurity in the moment cloud our vision. So that's why I'm urging us not to simply consider the practice of beginner's mind. I'm challenging us to embrace it. This is how IDEO reimagined everything from the toothbrush to the education system in Peru. And I know you might not be interested in how reimagining shopping carts could make the customer experience better, but I'm willing to bet you'd like to innovate some of your relationships, your finances, your personal well-being, and perhaps you find yourself jealous of, quote, creative people. But what do you think drives their creativity? Talent? No. Tireless curiosity and an openness to constant rediscovery. Talent is overrated. When we look at our lives in this way, we naturally begin to see how to do things better. We reappreciate things we've taken for granted. And we notice things for the first time that have been there the entire time. And we can do all this without following people around at the grocery store. So here's a challenge from Tom and David Kelly. Apply a beginner's mind to something you do or see every day. Commuting to work, eating dinner, or preparing for a meeting. Look for new insights about familiar things and think of it as a treasure hunt. What better way to frame our everyday life? A treasure hunt. Because the truth of the matter is, at any time, we all have the capability of stopping and seeing that our life is worth living. It's all in the art of paying attention. So I'm going to link to the book Creative Confidence in the show notes. I'm also going to link to the website for IDEO and their design school at Stanford where you can pull free resources to apply these principles, particularly beginner's mind, into your everyday life. So here's the thing. If you got something from this episode, if you enjoy the attention collection, do yourself and someone else a favor and share it. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and also tell people who don't have Apple they can find us on Stitcher and Spotify. Until next time.